In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Invite all the children to come on up and give me a hand. Come on. Wow. I had a nightmare that no children would come to church, and I have to come up with an adult sermon on the fly, so I am really happy to see you guys. Look at this. Wow. This is so awesome. Oh, my goodness. It is so cool to see all you guys. So have you noticed anything in the uh, aisle here? Have you noticed anything? Yeah. It's a pole. Well, it's more... It's a... <laughs> It's a big candle. Now, is this bigger than any candles up there? Yeah. yeah. You know why? Because it's a very, very special candle. Anybody know what it's called? You don't know what it's called. You thought you... Huh? Revine? Great bind. Great bind? Great... Okay. Yeah, do you know what it's called? Great candle of bigness. That would be a good name for it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Big mutated candle. Okay, well, let me tell you what it's called. How's that? So this is called the Paschal Candle. And we only light this candle at very special times. And this is not one of the special times. What? Valentine's. Valentine's. Well, that would, that would work. St. Valentine. Did you, Robert, did you want to say something? No. Okay. So let me tell you about this candle. Have you ever been in a really, really dark room where you can't see your hand in front of your face? You know, it's really, really dark? So I, I'm not even going to ask what that one was. Okay. <laughs> on Easter, remember Good Friday when Jesus dies on the cross, right? So we have Good Friday when Jesus dies and then Holy Saturday. And then a lot of churches celebrate something called the Easter Vigil, which happens on Saturday night before Easter Sunday. And they build a fire outside the church with wood. Then they pick up a flaming stick of wood and they light this candle. And then the church is all dark because they make sure it's dark at night when they do it, late enough so it's dark. And somebody walks, a deacon usually holds a candle. And this candle represents the light of Christ. And they walk into the very dark church, and there's no other light in the church except this candle. And, and the deacon chants, the light of Christ. And everybody says, thanks be to God. Let's, let's try that, everybody. Thanks be to God. One more time. Thanks be to God. And then they walk a little further, and they go, the light of Christ. And everybody goes, thanks be to God. And then they walk all the way almost to the altar, and they say, the light of Christ, thanks be to God. And while they're walking up the aisle, everybody's lighting a candle, and pretty soon the whole church is bathed in light, and then they read the salvation history of the world, and then the Gloria, glory to God in the highest, you know, that comes up, people ring bells, and it's all of a sudden it's Easter. So that's what this candle is, and then we light this candle all 50 days of Easter. So after Easter Sunday, every Sunday that's an Easter Sunday, we light this candle. Now, there are two other times when we light this candle. Anybody have a clue? I'm afraid to ask. All right, let's go with you. <laughs> no, not for Christmas. Oh, you had Christmas too, yes? Um, when someone's too old to get enough candles to put on their birthday cake, they just get a big 
you know, that's a good idea. I would say that I'm at that birthday level. When you're too old to have uh, all the candles, you have the big candle. Okay, Robert? Baptism! Yes, he got it. Good for you. We light this at baptism. That's the other big time we light it because this is the light of Christ and we give a candle to the newly baptized showing them that they have the light of Christ in them from this candle. All right, there's one more time, and this is kind of a sad time, when we light the candle. All right, Max. No, Easter's a happy time. Funerals, that's right. Because we light this candle at funerals because the light of Christ, it, it symbolizes that the resurrection, because when we bring this candle into the dark church, we're saying that there's something beyond death, that, that there is love that exists beyond death. So we light this candle then. So light is very, very important, right? Now, how many of you guys use candles at your house? All right, but what, what do you normally, how do you normally light up your house? Turn on a light switch, yes. Turn on a light switch. Now, if the lights go out and you can't find any candles, what might you use? I know, it's a very big flashlight, yes. Um, what, what might you use? A flashlight. So this is a very big flashlight. Yeah, well, check that out, huh? This is the most reaction I've ever had to any sermon I've ever given. Okay. So... Part of what we need to do with the light of Christ that is within us is that we need to let it shine and we need to illumine things that need to be illumined. So, we're going to talk about food and hunger today. What do you see in this picture? A lady with flowers. I'll shine the light on. Yes, Ashley? A lady with a whole bunch of food around her. A lady with a whole bunch of food around her, right? So do you ever see people on TV eating food? Ever seen ads? Huh? There's lots of TV ads with people eating food. But sometimes we need to use the light of Christ to illumine things in the world that aren't the best things, and they tend to be hidden from our sight. And sometimes we need light to do that. So I'm going to ask you guys to come over here for a minute. And stand right here. Right, right here. Gather up. Some people can stand on the step. Some people can go behind. Don't, don't get too close. You've got to be right over there. All right? Now I'm hoping this is going to work. Okay. The tall guys in the back. You tall guys in the back. Short people in the front. I'm short. I'm in the front. All right. All right. All right. All right. I need everyone's attention now. Some of you are going to have trouble. Dakota. Dakota, come over here, sweetie. Dakota, you want to come over here? Okay, she's all right. All right, do you see, don't move any closer. Do you see that there's a picture in here? Yes. Barely see. All right, don't move any closer. Can you tell what it is? Yes. It looks like a monkey. It looks like a monkey. It's not a monkey. All right, so I'm going to shine the flashlight. It's a baby. It's a baby. And what are they doing? It's a devil. Holding a devil. They're holding up bowls, and, and do they look hungry? Right, so see, this is, this is my point, is that sometimes we don't see the hungry people in the world, and we need to shine a light in order to see the picture better, because it was in the darkness, and when we shine the light on it, 
all of a sudden we could see the hungry people. Can you see the hungry people? Yeah. All right. So what let's. They have, their hand? they have bowls, empty bowls. Oh. No bowls. All right. So let's go back and sit down, and we're going to talk about that for just a second. Not yet. All right, men. Sometimes there are people out there who are hungry, but we don't see those people who are hungry. We only see people who have lots and lots of food on TV, or you know, it's rare that sometimes we may raise up people who are hungry on TV, but it's much more often that we're seeing the Burger King commercials or whatever commercials we're seeing. And so as Christians who have the light of Christ through baptism, part of what we do with the light that is within us is that we need to shine it out in the world and illumine where things are not right, where people are fighting, where people are hungry, where people are suffering. And by shining our light on those situations, it raises our own level of awareness about what we can do, and then we can take some action. Now, I understand from your church school director, Mrs. Sparrow, and from um, Mr. Hopkins, that the Sunday school has adopted a family where you have shown the light on this family that is hungry and has some problems. And I guess the mom is 39 and she's had a stroke, and there's two boys, 13 and 10, and two girls, 4 and 5, and they don't have enough to eat. So Mr. Hopkins has met with the family and has brought them some food, and um, they're getting some food through the Rush Henrietta Area Food Terminal, and we as a church family are going to help them because through our own discernment and prayer and the light of Christ that is within us, we've shown the light on this family that needs our help. And good for all of you to participate in that. And I understand there may be a forthcoming bake sale where we may raise a little money or whatever we're going to do. But that's a very, very important part of having the light of Christ within you, is that you don't keep it hidden within you, that you shine it out into the world to illumine the things that need attention, to raise our level of awareness. Now, people may discourage you when you're shining your light of Christ and say, well, you can't make a difference, or there's always going to be the hungry, or whatever they're telling you, and that may be a little bit discouraging. But when that happens, you can't let yourself be discouraged because the light of Christ is very special. Now pretend that this, the boys always like the fire, you know, it's how we get acolytes. Um, let's pretend that these candles, that each one of you, this is the light that is within you. It's sparking? Wow. And that sometimes you may feel discouraged or you may feel like it's too difficult to get something done, but that's why we have a community. Because if I have one light like this, is that a lot of light? No. But if I put two next to each other, that's more light, right? And if, and if I were crazy enough to give each one of you a candle, that would be a lot of light, right? It would be a lot of light. I, now listen, listen, watch this. So as I was saying, sometimes people might discourage you and they want to blow your light out.
All right, all right, all right, all right, enough. All right, sit down, sit down, sit down. I have, I have a bowl of water. I'm losing control. All right, shh, shh. All right, shh. All right, we got it. All right, quiet, quiet. So what I'm showing you here with these candles is that when you are baptized, you are marked as Christ's own forever. Forever. It doesn't matter what happens. You are marked as Christ's own forever. This light that is within you will never go out and will continue to live even, even after you die. All right? Amen.